0: Let's welcome Buttes from Coffs Harbour, mate. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you miss the most about playing footy, my friend? I can I can assure you, boys, and good
1: morning to you both. I can assure you that the thing I don't miss is waking up on a Monday morning sore. <laughs> <and> sorry <laughs> for myself. Um, but, look, I guess it's that competitive nature of playing team sport, that camaraderie, working with each other. And probably, to be honest with you, the thing I miss most of all is not the actual playing because you know it's the playing is the end of a hard week's work of effort I love the training and being around your mates on a regular basis and uh, you know training with them you know pushing each other working hard for each other building combinations and then you get to put that out on show on the weekend Um, and hopefully it's enough to get you across the line and if it isn't and suddenly you get another chance the following week to address all that during training and work on it the following week. Uh, yep. And that's, I guess that's the beauty of, you know, team sport and uh, especially at that higher level where you're working so hard for each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. Michael, you must miss, like, being on the end of a back line that's like a Ferrari, the greatest that the NRL has ever seen pretty much in terms of point scoring. And there must have been times when you're just going, this is unbelievable what this team can achieve.
1: Yeah, well, my, you know what? It's funny because I'm up here uh, in Coffs Harbour for the Oztag State Cup, the juniors, and uh, yeah, Brian Smith has been doing a bit of consulting with Oztag. Uh I was with him last night and we had a, a few drinks, and uh, I'm rooming with him at the moment. So we're watching the footy and we're discussing certain aspects, and just to get a coach's perspective and, and someone who I, you know, obviously uh, very much respect, uh, it's great to get an insight into How he sees it. And he, you know, I know yesterday we had a lunch with the referees and uh, officials, and he was talking about that 2001 side and how they were the the best attacking side of of all time. And uh, it's nice to hear him be proud of that, and it's also nice to know that, you know, you were a part of that team uh, and that it meant so much to him, despite the fact that, you know, we didn't get uh, the prize we're after. Um, there was plenty of positives to come out of that season. So, yeah, you know, to be on the end of a back line or to be part of a back line or part of a team like that, it's, uh, yeah, that's why you play the game and what you love so much about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, are you top and tailing with the master coach, Brian Smith? Uh, no, thankfully <laughs> I've got my own room and he's got his own room, so that's a good thing. Hey, um... <laughs> We're off to, Berko. Uh, ask one more question, then we'll go to the news. Right, obviously, we've, we've got, uh,
2: you're talking about talented backlines and things like that. Well, we've obviously got the, the state of origin starting on Wednesday night, Buttes, and gee, there's, there's plenty of talent in, in both those sides. The sides were selected. How did you, you sum up that? Uh, look, I think they were pretty much
1: going to pick themselves. I think the, probably the biggest debate for New South Wales was the centre positions, and and some may be surprised by the selection of Jack Whiten in the starting lineup. Um, I think they've done a great job in picking both Jack Whiten and Steve Crichton for the simple fact that I think you cover all positions. Unfortunately, Nico Hines will be 18th man. I just don't think he has the uh, number of positions or the ability to cover it, the number of positions as a Steve and Crichton and a Jack Whiten offer as a combination. You know, Nico is obviously been in outstanding form um he could play halfback he can play fullback but your chances of those guys coming off the field at any stage are probably very slim whereas you know to have someone like steve Crichton, you've got the fullback position covered well and truly you've got centers wingers uh and in the event that a half or a five eight does get um taken from the field for whatever reason you can move Jerome Luai to halfback. You can put Jack Whiten into 5'8". So I think from that perspective, uh, I think they ticked the right box there and it was a very thought-out process. Uh, as for the Queenslanders, look, I'm looking forward to the Deputants. Uh, well, uh, Selwyn Cobo and, uh, you know, we've seen what sort of season he's had so far for the Broncos. Xavier Coates, uh, he's in outstanding form for the Storm. Um, it's going to be a really, really big battle. And look, oh, I'm looking forward to the Battle of the halves. to be honest with you. BCE um, and Munster Munster's been in outstanding form and of course the Penrith connection of uh, Cleary and Luai who obviously have been in outstanding form and continue to be I like what Luai's doing this year, I think he's expanded his game and become a more running uh, style of player uh, which makes him more of a threat to the opposition, so
0: hopefully we'll see that in Origin. Wednesday night we went to Tugra, the cinemas Maverick is out now Top Gun Part 2, Butes you want to see this it is absolutely brilliant. In fact, I came out thinking I want to join the RAF. I want to be a pilot. Uh, yeah, just in terms of sequels, it's almost better than the original because the special Steve, effects I've these to, days. Have you, have you seen I've got to it? say,
1: mate, I saw it on Monday and I, was, I walked <laughs> out of there so pumped, it was yeah. unbelievable. It was yeah. worth the 35-year wait. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. And if you haven't seen the original then it makes no difference. There are some subtleties yep. in there, and you can see the similarities in terms of the, the storyline, but it made no difference, mate. It was absolutely brilliant. And Maverick, a.k.a. Tom Cruise, was at his very best. Yeah, it was yeah. the old dog versus the young dogs.
0: Well, I agree. I think it's some of his finest work. And uh, before we went in, uh, I don't know whether I should, should sing on the show, but I was uh, in Sharon's ear Highway into the danger zone. Uh, well, I've got yeah, to say, I was, Steve, I've got to say, I, I was actually surprised that it,
1: that song wasn't played throughout the movie. There yeah, was no, yeah, it should it, have been on no, endless I was just loop. For it
0: somewhere. And I, I was disappointed too. That where was Kelly McGillis? Like, I know there was a love interest in this one. I don't want to give away too much, but we needed Kelly McGillis back.
1: Bring it back. Bring it back. But I've got to tell you, Penny looked all right too, just quietly. <laughs>
0: hey, Buttes, uh, what were your thoughts? Uh, I mentioned a moment ago about Jake Trebojevic. I would pick him every day of the week, regardless of the form he's in. And I just want to get your thoughts. So the forward pack for New South Wales, Payne Haas, Damian Cook is hooker, Junior Parlor, Cam Murray, after playing one, one game back with the Rabbitohs, Tarek Sims and Isaiah Yo, who walks into the team. But what are your thoughts? Look, I, I've got to
1: say, I, I thought Trubojevic would have been there somewhere. Um, and because of what he brings to the side, you know what you're going to get from him. He's a eight-and-a-half, nine-type player out of ten each and every day of the week. And he's never let down the New South Wales side. Obviously, that would have been, I would imagine, the hardest decision for Freddie to make. Um, he's stuck loyal to a couple of players. And, you know, Tarek Sims, I, I don't know where his form is at or how strong it is but I just, he's obviously, you know, backed him and, you know, he's going to go with loyalty. But outside of that, I would suggest that um, it is a very, very strong uh, forward pack. Great to see Ryan Madison uh, and his contribution, uh, well, so his selection. Um, he's obviously been playing good form with the Eels and uh, certainly deserves his opportunity. Uh, at the expense of probably uh, Jake Trebojevic, and I, you know, I just go, oh, you know what? it's really unfortunate for Jake, but... You know what, he'll be around the squad, he'll still be part of it and uh, he'll still contribute plenty, I have no doubt about that.
0: I could imagine he is bitterly, bitterly disappointed. What about the other big omission? And that's the Fox, Josh Addo-Karr, who scores a couple last night, courtesy of a brilliant kicking game from Matt Burton. Yeah,
1: look, you know what, that's exactly what Brad Fittler wants to see from players who are dropped, that these players go back to their club land not with their head down, but with a point to prove. And I think last night card did that uh, and has put Freddie on notice to say, you know what, mate, if you need me, I am here, I will not let you down. And uh, it was great to see the Fox. Uh, he's obviously built up a, a pretty damn good combination with uh, Matty Burton at the moment. And that second try that he scored um, was great vision on both their parts. To, to have the wits that he did um, and then Burton to have the presence of mind to put that kick across as soon as Fox gets the ball in his hand with no one in front of him, no one's chasing him down and uh, he proved that last night it was uh, a really solid performance for the Bulldogs, disappointing uh, nonetheless because you don't get the two points um, against a, a, an under-strength Panther side, but I've got to say Steve, I did look at the sides You know, when they lined up, the Bulldogs still look so under-strength compared to um, a side like Penrith who had seven of their origin players out but, you know, you'd back the Panthers side every day of the week uh, up against that Bulldog side on paper, who just seemed to be lacking uh, probably three or four quality players. I'd suggest.
0: Yeah, and the Bulldogs got within four points. But I think, you know, that pass from Paul Vaughan cost them dearly. You know, suddenly they've got some momentum and then a pass within their own half that, you know, didn't need to be thrown. And, you know, that's what the good sides do. They work their way through their set. They apply more pressure. So, you know, I think a missed opportunity for the Bulldogs. I I did send Buttes a few text messages last night. If you're looking around the dressing room and you've got, okay, so you've got six or seven players out on origin duty. But you've still got seven players that led you to a premiership the year before. I'd be looking around the dressing room, backing us in nearly every day of the week. What are your thoughts, Butes? Oh, look, it gives you a lot of confidence.
1: There's no doubt about it. And, and you know what? I look at the players that they brought in. They don't lack experience. They don't lack confidence, right? And and that's the beauty of what this pin decide. They've got depth within their ranks. And, and, you know, to bring in Sullivan, to bring in, you know, the wingers and the outside backs that they had to, um, or, you know, Eisenhoof, Eisenhoof and... Uh, Chris Smith, who's been a bit of a journeyman, but nevertheless, you know, he scores a first try last night and contributes massively. Suddenly you've got this step there that you know that you've got the confidence to get through this origin period. And you may have some hurdles, but look, I've got to say, if they get through this origin period and win two out of their three games, um, they're going to be extremely happy and comfortable with where they're at. And I like the debut of the young kid um, and his name eludes me at the moment, but The 5'8 for the Panthers. I think he did a great job. And I love the fact that they showed the presentation on Fox Sports. Uh, He had his partner in there with his child. His mum was there. And the emotion that this kid showed uh, in expressing his gratitude, you know, for being selected in the first grade squad and what it meant to the kid. That sort of stuff is... And I was sitting next to Brian at the time and I said, you know what? I love that they do this. The, The significance and the importance they place on debuts and who they get in the room to you know, celebrate that and to present the jersey is really significant and important and something that the player will never, ever forget.
0: Yeah, you'd be talking about Kurt Falls, uh, who ended yes. up kicking five goals last night and had an absolutely sensational game. The stuff dreams are made of. Yeah. yeah, look, and, and Ivan Clear in his press conference said last night, like last year they lost both their games in the origin
2: period when they had their origin players out. So they, they've improved from that, but... Ivan Cleary came in and did say he said that. Well, well we, we, we had we had six or seven players out, but what it does is create opportunity. And some of those players they brought in are have played a lot of NRL over the years as well. You had Stage, you had I don't know, but They've all come in and, and played a game. And when you got the system right, and you've still got key players, you still had Coruscant, you still had Edwards at, at the back. Um, you know, and, and kick was was sensational again. So so they've still got. The, the core there and if you're just putting a couple of players in who have been dying to to get an opportunity and, and, and that's what you get and, uh, and whilst it, yeah, it's probably a loss to the Bulldogs, they would have probably thought that they might have had a big chance to win but geez, you, you can't knock a side like Penry, you don't win competition without having depth yeah. and that was showed last night
0: Yeah But I just want to ask you one more before you go this morning, so yeah. uh, the Queensland team you mentioned about a couple of debutants, so Selwyn Cobbo, of course, but what about a couple of these North Queensland boys? Reuben Hurricane-Cotter is going to play lock forward. Harry Grant will come off the bench, uh, so impact off the bench. But the other player from the Cowboys, Jeremiah Nanai, you're looking forward to watching those two Cowboys players make their origin debuts on Wednesday night?
1: I've got to say, I've never seen a back rower um, who chases the ball and has the ability to catch... Um, follow up through on a kick and score as many tries as he had has. And, and then has done that and done it well this year. And, you know, it's led to his selection in the, uh, uh, the Queensland origin side. Anytime you've got a back rower who can do the things that you need him to do, you know, including, you know, hit the ball up, you know, defend well. But if he's got that extra string to his bow, and that means he's got the ability to score tries, and he is a try-scoring back rower. It's what made Steve Mendes who he is uh, as a player. And we most remember him for his try-scoring ability. And then I, uh has shown that he can get across the stripe. And it doesn't matter how he gets there, he's got that ability. And Ruben Cotter, look, one thing I know about um, Cotter, he's not going to take it back in steps. It'll be very interesting to see how he goes up against uh, some hardened and some bigger front rowers uh, in harsh... And Paulo, who are so used to that origin environment, uh, and he's done well throughout the his you know early NRL career, but you've also got uh, this is a next step level uh, for him, the next step up for him, and uh, this will be his biggest test without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. I've no yeah. doubt he'll be able to handle it, but it's going to be a good test for him.
0: What so they've named him at thirteen, but you think he'll play in tight? Is that where you think they'll play him?
1: Yeah, look, I think he'll play that, he'll play a Tamalolo-type role as a back rower. I don't think he's got the ball skills to play like an Isaiah Yo or a Cameron Murray uh, 13th role. I don't know if Murray's in the the, the back row, but, you know, the style he plays for the Rubidows, where he's that ball-playing back rower, um, I don't think Ruben's got the ability to do that. But it'll be interesting to see what happens.
0: Hey, I tell you, it's an intriguing battle. We're just going to quickly put someone on the air who wants to say hello to you, uh, live from the Adelaide Street Oval, who wants to send a message to Buttes in Coffs Harbour.
1: Good luck, Michael Butner, and to all the Central Coast teams up at Coffs Harbour with the Oztag State Cup. Um, I heard we had a great day on Wednesday and Thursday, and let's hope for another ripper day with the 9s and the 12s up there um, today and tomorrow. Good on you, Edge. Good on you, yep and yeah, look, the, I've got to say, Steve, the Central Coast guys have had a, a fair bit of success up here, the uh, 13th to 17th, six, uh, five, four of the grades or divisions uh, won the State Cup, which is fantastic, another two made the finals or the grand final, and then most of the other teams made the uh, semis or quarters, so it was a uh, very successful campaign for the Central Coast mob.
0: Yeah, and I tell you, Anne's Jones, she's already got the three votes. She is just putting on a clinic down here in the reserve grade. Her team's behind, though. One goal, two to five goals, two against the Cardiff Hawks, who have been pretty impressive in this reserve grade. Great to see this morning. Uh, Buttes, will let you go, but thanks so much for joining us and good luck up in Coffs. Good on you, boys. Have fun.